Dave Zangaro joins us now from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Dave, of course, spent some time here in Houston covering the Texans with CSN Houston. So he is the absolute perfect guy to talk to about Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, who is now a candidate for head coach of the Houston Texans. Dave, we did this exercise, you and I, a year ago around this time. You talked at length about Gannon, and it was a very informative and very enlightening conversation. So with all that in mind, what's different, if anything, about Gannon after one more year with the Philadelphia Eagles running their defense? Just run what I said last year, Drew. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. He's just another year of experience. It matters. I think he was well-positioned last year, to be honest, to be a head coach, but another year being in charge of an entire unit matters and he has more experience and he also went through the process of being a candidate last year so he has an idea of what he wants to do when he becomes a head coach he has an idea of okay this is what my what i want my staff to look like which is a huge part of being a head coach and i don't think it's talked about enough because mm -hmm. a head coach alone does not make a good coaching staff you have to have an idea of how you're going to fill that out and the fact that he went through this last year he has that, you know, he's thought about this now for over a year, what his staff is going to look like, what responsibilities are going to look like. Uh, and he's just, he's a really good leader. And uh, he's been criticized quite a bit here in Philly uh, for his scheme, but the results kind of speak for themselves. They're a top defense. And at times it's not as aggressive as Eagles fans want. And Eagles right. fans want to blitz every snap. And he doesn't <laughs> do that. It's a lot of, zone coverage keep it in front of you but it, it eliminates explosive plays and it's it's been impressive to watch they're a really good unit yeah it's such a good unit that it you know it might be a defense that helps this team win it all i mean they're certainly in position to win the super bowl if things go their way and they play the way they can what, what do you think texans fans ought to know about gannon that maybe they wouldn't otherwise high energy okay i mean he all the time high energy this guy, if he's ever had a bad day, he hides it pretty well. Uh, and that it, it can be infectious. You know, it, if if an entire team is looking at the leader and, and that guy wavers a little bit, it's trouble. And I, I've noticed just incredible consistency from Gannon in that respect. Always upbeat. If there's something wrong, he's like, all right, let's 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 get to the bottom of it. Let's figure it out. Uh, and I think I mentioned this to you last year. There was one moment I thought was such a pivotal moment in his tenure here. Fletcher Cox and yeah. him were not seeing eye to eye. And it could have been their downfall as a defense and him in particular. This is one of the all-time great players here in Philadelphia. And he went publicly. Fletcher Cox went publicly and, and voiced his displeasure. And Gannon never took the bait publicly. He went behind the scenes, said, all right, Fletcher, let's figure this out. Like, let's figure out how we can come to an understanding after that, they haven't had any problems. He was able to smooth it over. And it that showed leadership, but it showed also that he'll listen to his players. Uh, and that's an important part. I, I've talked to a lot of defensive players that tell me, you know, he, he really listens. Like, he might not do what we think is best or what we want to do, but he'll take it into consideration. And it, it's kind of an open-door policy. You know, if Hassan Reddick walks into his office and says, hey, I think I should be used like this, he might not do it, but he'll listen and he'll consider it and he'll try to incorporate it if he thinks it makes sense. So it, it kind of gives these guys a feeling of ownership over that defense. And that's hard to buy. I mean, that buy-in when a guy feels like, 
they're listening to me and they're taking into account what I want to do, it goes a long way. And that's been one of the more impressive parts about his time here. So check off the box of excellent communicator then, because if oh for sure. listen well, you're a great communicator. Yeah, that's that's good to know. And I do remember that that Fletcher Cox story. It's very, very interesting. What type of leader would you say he is? People say, oh, this guy's a fiery guy. This guy is a leader by example. This guy is this. You mentioned a little bit of fieriness, but is that how you would characterize his leadership style? It toggles a little bit. Okay. He's certainly uh it's it's funny because he is very loud and he's he's in your face but he can be laid back too and and i think we see that more on game days mm -hmm. I, I think it's some coaches know when to push that button and when to kind of back off of it a little bit during the week of practice that's the time to be loud that's the time to to fire up everyone up because they're going to have it on their own game day or they better at least and i mm -hmm. think that's the time where that's where he sits back and he calls the defense he listens to his players and his coaches and they try to fix things on the fly. I th so I think it's a little bit of both, but there's no doubt that he can command a room. And I understand, I, I heard from a lot of different places that he interviewed very well in not just for the Texans job, but for the three jobs he was up for last year. And that was not a surprise at all. Yeah. And not a surprise that he's interviewing again with everything you've just told us. Dave Zingaro, we sure do appreciate the time and we look forward to seeing you again down the road. Take care, Dave. Thanks, Drew.